Hello and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons. And there will be. We're in one right now. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, we, of course, have Bo here as our DM. The rest of us are playing as well. John, Kristen, Kyle, myself, Scott Johnson. And we are ready to play another fantastic session of D&D. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I hand this microphone over to uh, Kristen, who will tell us what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, down the elevator into a tunnel with a train. The capable Kuromukishi were on their way to warn the principal. However, time was not terribly troublesome, as the team discovered their destination disclosed random rooms a naughty Nash used in his youth. In one was a classroom that shocked while showing featured films. In another, his battered bed, and beneath it, a shriveled schlong. Pecker packed away, they continued to the Kuromukishi. As Nash made his name known, they bowed and begged him pass to the principal. Seeing an opportunity to cull more Cretans, Varel led a charge, and the four dispatched the dirty dealers. Following this fast fight, the four found a haunted hallway decorated with humming hewn heads. As they proceeded, Hope discovered her dad. Goodbyes were given before she freed him from the unnatural notes. Finally, they reached the end. A door that demanded determination from the door authority before opening. Now rejoin our heroes and their forces as the battle rages for the fate of the wide and weird world of The Waste. All right, Bo Schwartz, it's in your hands, sir. All right, the four heroes of The Waste stand before a door. A door whose frame is made of faces peeled from bodies fastened somehow flesh to stone to the wall. The mouths gave an gape and open close. They stare out into nothingness and they chant ah, ah. A face forms in the doorway as you make the attempt to open it. Declare thyselves to the door authority if you wish to gain access. The eyes are hollow. The mouth is hollow, formed of the metal of the door. I would say we're still a ways back as Nash is supposed to be journeying alone towards the principal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm the so first to see this. said. Okay. Um, does the door authority have uh, this is more a question for you a DM does the door authority have like the ability to know what other door authorities have done like they have a running database of people they've met and what they've done and who they let in and you all can that? only answer that based on your experience and you don't have a subject matter expert uh, in the vicinity to ask alright you could perform a history check or yeah okay that's a knowledge I'll do one to consult your own history to see if there's anything that may illuminate. All right, here we go. Uh, 20, not natural. Hmm. So based on prior experiences with the door authority, there wasn't escalating a level of difficulty as the doors seemed to remember who you were. Oh. Okay. I'll say... So There's been some time since you've encountered Yeah, it's been a long time. I'd say, um, it's, it is I, Nash Magard of the Solar Mines. Uh... You may remember me and my companions from not that terribly long ago. We talked to another door back in the day. I will verify your request, says the door. 
In the interim, I see there is a note in your file. Um, is there a Stanley Billings with you? He he is, although he's kind of behind me right now. But yeah, he's on his way. There was a note here from one of our agents, Dorothy, asking after his whereabouts. Oh, is he yeah. all right? He's doing great. He's as, he's in fit 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 as a fiddle, and uh, rocking the rocking the world. He's doing good. <laughs> now, please forgive me, it's, as it's in a most unusual request, but Dorothy was wondering if Stanley would come and visit her sometime. I believe uh, she guards a door at the depth of the Black Mine. How far away is Stanley from me at this point? Stanley? No, we're hanging back. We're watching from a distance. Can you hear? Can he? Can is he far enough to hear it? Like all this? I, I think he can hear it. It's all quiet, so yeah, he can hear this. Okay. Um, I'd say, well, uh, I'll ask him as soon as I see him, knowing he's hearing this. It would mean a lot to Dorothy. He has not. She has not seen him in some time, and well. According to these notes, they they may share a deep bond, a hinge, as we say in the door realm. Oh, he didn't uh, try to touch a door with his wiener or something like that, did he? <laughs> Excuse me, it's a bit crass. Well, yeah, but you, how do you, how else do you have a relationship with a door? Well, whatever. I'll, I'll pass it on, and we'll find out what's going on with the. Uh, Stanley and Dorothy, and he can... He Good can. news, I've reviewed your file, and your fines have been paid. Oh. You are free to proceed. One moment, please. The door begins creaking open. And the big metal door just sort of... Begins sliding into the wall, and as the face slides into the wall, uh, the door face says, Have a pleasant stay. Can I ask one question before you leave? Don't have much time as I am disappearing behind the wall. <laughs> Who paid for our fines? Mm, your father. Oh, shit. <laughs> then the face disappears behind the wall. Have a good day. Beyond the doorway, the hallway, the cavernous hallway continues. There are faces still embedded along the wall as it descends further into the into the. These chanting heads, same thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'll signal back to sort of you know keep. There was a there was a video you watched once of a, a things called video game, and mm. one video game was called Halo, and uh. it just kind of reminds you of of that video from long ago. Oh my. Okay. Uh, I will. I will remember that, and I will. Uh, I will uh, prompt everybody forward to continue our move, and I will move forward. Okay. And they will hold back still, but you know, relative distance from me, I guess. All right. As you proceed downward, the temperature gets warmer and warmer. The faces are unending. The traversals for the next ten minutes as you descend on a slope. And the ca- cave, ca- cave goes down. The cavern goes down further and further along. 
darker or any any problems there? Is this, it's consistently um, lit? Yeah, it does get darker. You will need a light to proceed. Otherwise, those with dark vision are unencumbered. But as you're in the front, uh, it be, the wave gets darker and darker. All right, I would whip out a... I think you lit a vegetable peeling, didn't you? Did I already point? do that? Okay. If not, I would. And I'm not sure. Tack it onto my staff. And Let's get a fresh it. cast for today's episode. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will touch my... peeling out. Yep. I will touch it and say, uh, I would normally eat you, but not tonight. For for now, you must become a light. And then I light it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> good one. That's a good spell. Yeah, that's magic. Bad. Very <laughs> magical. That is magic. Yeah. All right, you proceed down the cavern, moving deeper and deeper. Ten minutes goes by. And at the end of ten minutes of hiking down this long cavernous slope filled, lined with faces, you see ahead torchlight flickering at an entranceway into a larger room. But you can't see into the room very deeply. And when you say, oh, ahead, meaning in front of me. In front of you, yes. Not ahead, but ahead. I had the heads in my head. There's a there's a there's a warm glow of light coming from here, and you hear like low rumbling, like hmm. something smoldering in the room beyond. Okay. Oh, like fire. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. It's quality of fire. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I will continue to. Uh, Move toward that, I suppose. All right. You continue to move, and uh, you head to the doorway without any guile or stealth, just moving straight to the door. And as you hit the entranceway, a large rock chamber is now before you. The, <clears throat> the path that you're walking upon leads to a bridge that crosses over a lake of lava. And on either side, um, the walls of faces move into a large chamber filled with faces all along the walls and the ceiling everywhere. On the other side of this bridge is a long stone passageway and several ten pillars on either side. In the center, you see a beam of lava light pouring from the ground up through the ceiling and four robed figures standing around the light. In this angle just past, you see up on a raised platform a desk, torch, two torches on either side, and a large chrome man sitting at the desk, turned away and looking out into the lake of lava. Okay. The chanting is louder in here as there are more faces. And you hear, ah, 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 ah. Does anyone notice my presence? No, no one's turned to pay attention to you. I would, I would say, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the robed, the the smoldering's loud, the chanting's loud, and the robed figures don't appear to respond. They seem stuck in ritual around this beam of lava, the center of the room. 
Um, I would test this quiet by saying, and I wouldn't yell it, but I would say, the principal eats donkey nipples. Any response? Any kind of rustling? Let's of make your... a performance roll. Let's see how let's see how well you do. Okay. Here we go. Another, oh, a 21. Not natural. 21. 21. Well, it's quite loud. So you say, you yell it quite loudly across the, um, across the room. And the form of the principal swivels in his chair, turns around and looks to you, Nash, from way across this uh, vast room. And we'll say the following once I get there. Sorry, guys. Yeah, good. All right, I have to load the program. I next to be close. My bad. For the whole voice thing. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. He's standing up, preparing, stretching. Yeah. Got to get the metal diaphragm yeah. opened up. Doing that <clears throat> neck thing. Yeah. All set to rock. Blow our minds. But it looks like he's performing, but we can't hear him. Oh. Yeah, it's muted. <laughs> Turns out we can't hear him. He can hear us, but we can't hear him, so we just see him up there going. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what happened. Oh, now we hear you. Nice. Yeah, now you hear me? Yeah. Just normal. Normal voice. See, this is the prep work that Padme interrupted. Usually that's the time <laughs> Bo preps and does all his voice work, but he was so haunted by the sound of John Williams that he didn't have time. Can you blame him? I mean... No. Yeah. He must have listened to Padme land on that creature a hundred times. Yeah. I'm still messed up because Scott in the pre-show said weird science for some reason. <laughs> So all I have in my head is elastic tubes and pots and pans. (laughs) What was I talking about? I don't even know. It doesn't matter, I guess. (laughs) Who knows? Why do we say it? Yeah, why do we say anything that we say? As I had this all set up, and it's it's like not working for some strange reason. No worries. Maybe I know why? Okay, I think I figured it out. I know. While he does that, is there anything we can do in the background here if uh, Nash becomes attacked? Oh. Oh, oh. oh there we go. All right. <laughs> Nash. Oh. oh. Hang on. There's an issue. There's an echo, there's an echo issue. Was echoing coming through for you guys? No, we I just didn't. keep picturing, yeah, a little bit, but yeah, not, yeah. not a bad echo. I just no, kept hearing fine. weird sound. Like, right. it sounded good. It sounded good. Nash, you have arrived, my son. Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like echoing now for some inexplicable reason. Oh my god, technical issues abound. Oh, I think that's why. Hang on, let's try this. (laughs) I'm just picturing him literally going through all of this. Test. There we go. Hello. Hi. Hi. 
very, very classy. So you guys can hear me now, right? Yeah. Is this thing on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, the principal turns around in his chair again. He's like, let me redo this for a second. And he sort of swirls around and then he says, <clears throat> Nash Maggard, my son. You have finally returned home. All right. And he, he raises his arms out to show you what's here. And he says, We have built all of this for you. Why? All things that you've been through in your life have had purpose. And that purpose here reaches its conclusion. Come, my son. See what we have built for you. Um, like a tour or what? In a manner of speaking, a tour. Come, do you not remember your tutors? They are deep in ritual at the moment. Well, one of them I saw. The Dragon Sun Council. Yeah. Here they are. So we talked to one of them, but we had to kill him. Because oh, the director, no, he is no dragon son. These are the sorcerers through which your discipline has been um, trained. Hmm. They attempted to reach out to you during your time in the area near Dust Hill. Before your dragon form awakened. Look, do you not remember the Menomancers, Abrook, Sin, Truffeld, and of course, the Savenger? No. I don't remember any of that stuff. The ritual has begun now. The crawling of Earth is nigh. See the ritual. Well, let me ask you this. Is there anything in this room that uh, is dangerous or could hurt me if I walk in here and hang out and look at what you're working on? Do you know? I am sure by now you have learned that your heart contains great power to keep you in a state of mortality. However, your friends may not survive and dive into the lava or the beam, and any hostile actions will be met appropriately. Uh... Well, it's just me. Uh, you know, I'm just... It's just me here. 
So you probably don't have too much to I worry about. I know that your friends are behind you. Ah, shit. Okay. This is my real Nash. You <laughs> cannot lie to your father. All right, you guys just come out here, I guess. I'll emerge proudly. Yeah, yeah, I'll step out. Yeah. Okay, so everyone uh, steps out into the room. Uh, I'm going in roll 20 just to show you a map version of what the room looks like. You will now be introduced to that, so have a look if you wish. And the principal has come down from his seat towards the back to greet you, Nash, and to give you the tour if you wish to take it. Um, Stanley will whisper to Nash uh, during all of this. Hey, if he's touring you around, ask to see the hottest part of the Earth. Tell him that'd be really cool to see. <laughs> why? Why? Why the hottest part of the Earth? You mean because for the... that's what? That is why we are here. Oh right, 100%. we got. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll see what I can do, and I'll. So I'd say so. Uh, uh, Dad, I guess. Do you want them just to hang out in here, or do you want to have them come with? Your friends may join you as you please. I'm delighted you were able to bring them this time. Okay. to your friend's question. And yes, I heard his speech. The hottest point in Earth is indeed here in the solar mines. In fact, it is this very channel of lava that our dragon sons are performing a ritual upon. It is from this point that the chroming shall begin. Surely. I'm glad, son, you are here to witness it. So he can hear, you can hear everything we say, or think. Likely if you're saying it, yeah, but not like, I'm sure magic telepathy and stuff like that. Maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. He's being very fearsome. Okay. This large chrome body, uh, you know, stands tall before all of you and imposing. Well, you guys want to come? You want to come hear all this? We can ask our questions and, you know, get a feel for what's going on. You know, we're just here visiting my old dad. See, Nash is still in this mode of, like, we're fooling people. Uh-huh. You know, he he thinks we're here to capitulate and, you know, whatever. But he may not actually think that or know that. Or maybe he can read my mind. But that's what Nash is doing. Okay. So don't we have party? a flying ball with us containing yeah. the... Yeah, the triangular So we're, yeah. we're talking to him. And we've got a giant bomb behind us, basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And he, you can tell, I mean, he's definitely not hidden from his view, but he just doesn't seem to be very uh, concerned about it. or re- He didn't react to it in any way. Mm. Mr. of the Solar Mines, you speak with such inevitability. Yet we are the heroes of the waste. Do you not th- find us a threat on this day? Varel, uh, the progeny of the great Groshil. Mm, 
and it's great, it is with great pride that I host one of your kind here at this most auspicious of days. Certainly had your timing been any other day, this may have gone differently. However, the chroming of the universe is nigh, and there is naught that can be done to stop it. And my army will need warriors. And you will, heroes of the wastes will make fine additions to our ranks. Come, let us discuss the future. Hope you're the one with the bomb stick, right? Yes. Okay. Does it have range on it? Probably not as long as the hallway, but as long as we drop it into the hole. That's all Hope knows needs to happen. Okay. But I don't know if we can table talk. Hope's concerned there might be some sort of invisible shield over the hole at the moment. Fair enough. Yeah, we can't really just run in there and slam dunk it in and then run for it, yeah, I assume. So what you're seeing upon the map in that lo that location where the beam of light, I've put like a round circle there, right? So it's currently a beam of lava. So you might want to toss it in there and hope it sinks, basically. But yeah, like not to answer any of your questions table talk style, but that would be like your, your, your target. Has the principal changed his look in any way? Is he sporting the arm, or...? No, he doesn't appear to be sporting the arm that you went to collect. Uh, he appears to be in his usual state, with the blue ley lines running across his body. His chrome form containing sort of makeshift outline of clothing, like a sort of a robe, like a, a gi of some kind. And uh, he's wearing, of course, the ten, the ten red rings of death upon all of his fingers. And then the dragon priests, you said? Yeah, the dragon sons uh, introduced as such. They look like Nash. They are Nash in his prototypical form. They are um, uh, shriveled uh, humans with brown robes. Uh, and they have their arms outstretched and are chanting in ritual around the beam of lava. As depicted on the map. Do they appear to be Nash? Nashes? No, they they look different from what you could, you can't really see under the robe too much, but they were identified with different names by the principal, so the implication is they're not Nashes. Okay. Well, all I know is we got to get closer with the bomb, likely. Uh, slam dunk it in. So I will give Nash a little push in the back to kind of get him moving in there. Okay, Nash, you feel, you feel uh, Varel push you in the back? Alright. I'll start moving towards okay. so him. The party is, is moving up towards uh, this thing. Yeah, let me get a circle here for your for your triangle sphere. Well, I think if you guys have control of your dudes, you can move them up as you like. I do. You have free so roam be... over the area. Probably yeah, I'll be... be back here. Yeah. I'll get hey, a corner did. from him. 
He's my dad. He's not going to shoot me or hurt me, right? <laughs> Depends on what kind of dad you have. Yeah, that's true. That's oh, a weird... I don't know if that quite works, but there's your triangle sphere. You guys control it. All right. Okay. So um, the principal, with his hands behind his back, turns around with his back facing you and begins walking towards the beam of light, looking upon it. And a new era will begin. There is much that I know that you may not think that I know. Wait. Please, ask me. (laughs) Hang on a sec. Do we still have the key to the weir? Aren't we underground pretty far? Uh, did it get destroyed in the beam? Oh, was that a beam destroyer? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's gone. All right, hot, hot moment. I thought maybe we could summon Katobal Praith and they could fight it out while we... <laughs> Let them fight. Yeah. That would have been great. All right, well, I am... Varel is doing his usual tense bits. He doesn't like any of this inevitability talk that's going on in front of him. But he's ready to lemon tree this biz on the first sign, but right now... I figure we're gathering information that other wizards and such can make use of. Yeah, Stanley's just following along, playing the part. Yeah. The talkie folk gotta do their talkie stuff before the fight, not after the fight. I guess that's what I'm understanding. It's talking time. Yeah. The principal's invited you to ask questions, however. Otherwise, he stands silently observing the beam. Watching. Well, kind of pushing people forward. <laughs> Stay quiet, but just push. trying to get them close. Yep, push. I'll push. I'll push Nash up then. Yeah, move your tokens. Move your tokens wherever you want. I'll get pushed. There we go. I'll say, uh, how do, how do I know I'm your real dad? Or you're my real dad. Time here. Uh, I mean, some of it only blocked a lot out. Some of it was lost. Just I don't know. I, I don't remember everything. I don't remember you. It is true, mm. Nash, that I use the term of son and father flippantly. I mean, what son raises? Uh, what father raises his son in the test tube and gives him to sorcerers to train? We are family. We are genetically sharing species. When you are more than simply a person with a destiny and a fate, you are a fulcrum point for space-time itself. In my quest to vanquish gods, I created a weapon, but that weapon was not perfect. That weapon preferred vegetable peelings to conquering. That weapon preferred to occupy his time with inane 
questions rather than the strategies of war. And that weapon could not be disposed of easily. So I sent you out there. It seemed the training program of the director was not able to fix you. My dragon sons could not fix you. So I sent you out into the world to seek your own strength. And when it was time, you would return to me. And I see you have become very powerful. But now, Nash, it is time for you to grow up and see that the weir will not solve itself. The gods are not coming to protect Earth. The people you have grown to love, your family, your children, all will be annihilated by the weir. And the one solution we have is cruel. And thus today, on the most suspicious of days, we will change the course of history for all the multiverse. The firmaments, the hells, the abyss, sigil, earth, all worlds will become chrome, and the outer realm will finally be vanquished. Are you ready? My dear Nash. Well, bigger question is, uh, is this for sure the only option? Are we, we're just doomed to, to chrome and everything and, and there's no other way around this? Because as far as I can tell, only you and maybe me and a few others would benefit from this, but everybody else is going to get wiped out, including my friends here. They will join us in the Chrome Army. Our future is not ending here. We will turn into beings of Chrome. Our souls will mingle with metal and will become a new species. You will be the first in a new legend. This has been my life's work. Reaching a point of culmination today. Should you choose to finally accept it? Or perhaps you will choose to throw that thing into this beam and choose differently again. Well, I don't like being told what to do. Neither do my friends, so I think we're, we're at an impasse. I have failed yet again. Do you think I don't know about the other Nashes? No, I've, I mean, a bunch of their bodies are now part of this place, so you probably know all about them now. Do you think... Valia's father is the only one to have received a visit from a Nash in a time pass. I'm guessing not. 
Do you not think that you yourself came to me pleading to set history on a different course at a time when you could affect things? Well, even if I didn't, would you tell me any different? I will tell you. I have tried many times to solve this predicament wherein the real invasion has had an effect on your dragon metal heart that causes the splitting of time. And we will do this dance over and over and over until we resolve it. Will we fix the problem this time? universe do you ever agree to chrome on the world perhaps this time could be different what if this time's no different then what happens I don't know we meet our end in the realm of adjacencies as you like to call it, the time bath. The weir invades. They corrupt the prime material. They corrupt the firmaments. And creation dies yet again. I am not your enemy, Nash. It is the weir. It is the one they call Katobal Praith that you awakened. He is your sin. And it is up to you to resolve it. The rest of us are collateral in your waste. Although I refuse to be made a victim. Um, at this stage, I would look back at my companions as looking at them as like I'm sort of saying, you guys, what are we going to do here? I won't say it because I don't want to. Maybe he'll know what I'm thinking. I don't know. Stanley will step forward to look at Nash and say, uh, Nash, we've been going through this for a long time now. We've been seeing it constantly signs that this has happened before that it's going to happen again and we have been telling ourselves that we are the run that's going to finish what has been started so many times but if what he's saying is true then every time we come here every time we do it is the same outcome we fight him we lose the cycle begins again, and I'll look towards the principle. Is that right? Mostly correct. In fact, in most outcomes, you win. And I lose. But if I don't apply pressure to you, Nash, for you to develop, to create the diamond of a weapon that you must be, then you flounder, flop, and become a beached whale of a being, and I can't allow that. 
so... So I will, go, I will move forth with my plans, no matter what happens. You will have to stop me. But the greater enemy, as I have always stated, is the Weir. So and we the... must stop the Weir. So in the end, the Weir always wins, is what you're saying. What if we didn't fight each other this time? I mean, we could fight each other afterwards. Maybe we save it together, right? And then we kill each other, that's fine. I'm listening. Well, do you have a way to get down to the Weir? What if all of us teamed up and we went down there and destroyed it together? I have no means to travel to the Weir of my own volition. Do you? If we got back to um, the mine, the mine shaft. What we used to. Refer to the black mine. Um. There was a beam of light uh, outside of. Uh, what was the name of that place? Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Caravalon. Outside of Caravalon. And uh, we all very nearly died. We wound up transported to Sigil, and when we were, all of our items were either destroyed or left behind. There were keys to reach Katobal Praith left behind. Do you know where this place is, Hope? I could envision it, yeah. Then I will return this to you. Alright, one second, sorry. So, yeah, let's get out of voice for a second. So he, um... He proffers out a hand and sort of floating through his hand like like a, like a divot and it's the palm of his large hand forms. And then it's like this hole, and then your ring that you were using to transport around sort of lifts out of it, and he offers a hand, and he gives he gives it over to you. But there's one more thing before you... One thing before I give it to you. You must enter into a pact. The five of us, yes. But we will see this through to the end. But not a single one of us will rest until we can defeat our enemy. That's kind of what's going on here already, isn't it? Yeah, what are you asking for return? Just our word? It's not what I ask in return. It's that you understand this. If we fail, then I return here, and I will engage the cropping of the universe.
Unlike you, I have, well, like my son, I should say, I have means of cheating death myself. I will accompany you to the weir, so long as you truly have a mana to reach this place. Together we defeat Ketobalpreth and his denizens. If we fail, I will return here and finish what I started. And if we win? If we win, then... Perhaps I can find a different way forward with the chrome. Only those who volunteer will be converted. I cannot make no promises on the victory. Of course you can't. You've been a blight upon this planet for a long time. Your own city that you destroyed was one run by slaves and injustice. I do not trust you, nor do I, nor do I trust any deal that I would make with you. This Katobal I have been... I have been a man of my word for as long as you have known me. Let's fight tomorrow's battles tomorrow. Yes? The word for you is evil. And though you may be a father, you are no father figure for this planet. You mean to engage this world in a chroming? What will be edible? What will survive? Nothing. In that way, at least the Starbucks of the wheel su supplied us with drink and merriment. And though children did tap on the windows in creepy ways, I slept for a time. The weir is preferable to your universe. Sentimentality does not suit you, great warrior. Let us fight tomorrow's battles tomorrow. We share a common enemy, yes? I have strength. That you need. It is your companion's idea to do this, not mine. Speak with her on the morality of it. Do we have an accord, Heroes of the Wastes? We have no way of knowing that this man. I'm going to speak of you as though you are not here, Principal. Keep your voice of great volume quiet for a time. As you wish. This man cannot be trusted. He will likely chrome that universe and this one. Kotobal Praith and him may be friends, or perhaps the egg embedded in the world is their baby. I mean, the way I see it is either way. We are going to have to deal likely with both of them. If I had my preference, if we can have an ally against Katobal Praith, I think it would be welcome, but I am in the same mind as you, Varel. There is no situation where we do not have to deal with this one. I'm not going to see the world chromed voluntarily or involuntarily. He's clearly lived too long to be left alive. 
hope can this ring do as you say? It can open a gateway to wherever we need to go. I think I'd have to, uh, uh, out of character talk, I'd have to read the description again to remember if it does um, off-plane stuff or not. Yeah, let me, while you guys continue to discuss, let me see. I guess it's no longer in your inventory, right? The ring that we had? So let me see what Correct, I can Correct, yeah. All right, you guys can keep going and I'll, I'll try and find that for you. I remember the ring was... Oh, I think it's in my custom stuff, actually. Customized it for you. We'll see. It'll, I'll, I'll need a minute or two. If what the principal says is true, and that's an if, then it means that even if we win today, we're going to be facing the weir and its beings tomorrow. And it's a fight. That fight that we don't win. If we go with Hope's plan, then maybe we have the strength to win that fight. We already know from his own lips we can win this one. It seems smart, but at the same time, it's hard to say because who's to say we haven't tried this before? What do you Nash think, Nash? Yeah. You're uncharacteristically I, quiet. I what don't do trust. Do I don't do? trust him. I don't even know if he's really my father or not. So I'm kind of in this position of where Varel is. Like we're in bed with the devil if we if we do anything with him, and we're you know, or maybe we're dead the other way. But I don't want to do anything this man does or wants us to do. Okay, so um, uh, the hollow ring is what the item's called. I've actually, I think, added, if you refresh your character sheet, I've added it for you. The ring has one charge. The bear can cast a modified version of the spell gate at the cost of one charge. Um, but for this version, you have to commit an evil act within 60 feet of the ring to recharge it. However, it currently has a charge, so you won't have to do anything evil, I think. I don't... I don't remember if it was charged or uncharged last time we used it. Do you remember? No. <laughs> no. I, I don't think I ever recharged it actively, but I don't know if anything happened. I know you. That I definitely remember you doing something kind of it. shitty in, in, when you returned to Tiet Kala to get it going, but I don't remember our last status. However, you know, the principal probably did something shitty so we'll say it's charged <laughs> wasn't that the are... ring of Brent that was given to Dr. Spider uh, no Hope was given a uh, ring uh, so that she could travel around um, the planes of existence essentially I think it's a gate that has a gate spell on it it's called the hollow ring unless did you end up with it she didn't give it to you, did she? I thought the principal took it from her. That all happened if, outside yeah, of our I don't view. remember the now. If the evil yeah. hand was wearing the ring, then the principal would have gotten the ring. Yeah. And you. Dr. Spider would have gotten the necklace of transformation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The necklace, uh, infinite appearances, right? Yeah. Dr. Spider. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think you had the ring uh, as Dr. Spider. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Cool. Spell here, so you, we can remember exactly what the limitations are. I think gate is yeah, it's a ninth level spell. Uh, conjure portal linking an occupied unoccupied space you can see within range to a precise location on a different plane of existence. The portal is a circular opening which you can make two to twenty. So it's basically like the Doctor Strange portals, like it's just <laughs> anywhere in the cosmos. Um, this is not a Varel idea, but isn't Brent in this? Love triangle? Doesn't he also want to dominate the world or have the weird destroyed? I think destroyed? he just wanted to keep the balance. Okay. Well, I mean, Brett definitely is a god with his eyes set on his godly goals. Uh, I mean, so. I just can't remember. Was he wanting the principal dead or was he wanting something else? A lot of people wanted the principal dead. Uh, Tobal so, Praith wanted the principal dead. Brent's goals are not clear to you. Okay. Okay. Being I was wondering shift, if we could get them. shifty and as greasy of a character as he is, I don't think any. The only person he would have explicitly discussed anything with would have been Hope, and not any of the other party members. And I don't think I ever made it super apparent. I think I'm trying to remember when you guys. It's been a long time. I just I can't precisely remember what he would have stated. What were his goals? Right, versus what his actual goals. <laughs> you know, so I'm like trying to be careful about what I say. Um, but basically, um, he would have set you along the path. Uh, you, you entered into... Oh yeah, it was in his best interest to send you on your path to find um, what you were looking for at that time, right? You went to the He directed you to the Council of Clowns to find out where... Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what it was. I guess... Oh, yeah, because the hand wanted you to go get something for it. And he set you on the path to help to help take care of that. I was just curious if we could get them in a Spider-Man pointing at each other situation <laughs> where we get Brent, yeah. Tobal Crave, and the principal all in the same room, and then we just kind of duck out. Yeah, bye. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, tri- we tricked our family to get back together. <laughs> go work it out. I mean, certainly, I guess what Hope could volunteer is that Brent seemed to be a deity of means. And so if you needed something, he might be able to get it for you. If his but it wouldn't aligned be free. With, if his interests were aligned with yours, then yes, uh, yeah, it wouldn't be free necessarily. All right. Uh, Hope will explain that with the ring, she could imagine the weir, but there's a chance that the portal wouldn't open specifically there. Okay, you'll say Indeed, you have been to the weir once before. According to the precepts of the spell embedded upon the hollow ring that I have here for you, let us see what it is required. Allow me to close my eyes a moment. Quick now, throw it in. <laughs> he's, he's reading spell text. Get it. Not a bad idea. <laughs> mm, you have but 
but to know the location for the spell is not a requirement that you have necessarily been there, but you have to place it in mind and it has to exist. Tell me what do you remember of your time in the weir? I hope we'll look to Nash, Stanley, and Varel and go, uh, well, which place would we head to? I remember the bridge. I remember the hotel. It was the land of all shadow, besides the swirling piss, they called it. They called the swirling piss? Yeah. It's called the piss. The piss? I forgot that. How did I forget that? In my mind, I remember a strange old man Ash played cards with the best. Mm-hmm. And the underside of a bed. Wasn't it called Chateau something? Chateau Weir? Chateau Weir. Chateau Weir, yeah. A little on the nose. (laughs) (laughs) I just pictured everyone's just reflecting and trying to remember, and Nash just blurts out a little on the nose. (laughs) (laughs) Without non sequitur, without context. It's like, okay. Oh, um, Katobal Prates Throne Room? Where we met him, and we made the deal. That's what Hope will want to think about if she uses the ring, because that would be the most direct route she assumes to Katopal Prath. Judging by your faces, you have something in mind. Dispense with the necessity. Necessity. <laughs> Sorry, with the, guys, with the I necessity <laughs> to go to Kevalon or to go to the Black Mine. We assault the weird directly. have made plenty of bad decisions in our adventure and I'm loath to be a puppet once again to greater forces but this is an idea born of hope not of devils or gods or anything more and I'm more inclined to trust her than the words of the chrome man or a demon It's a lot of words to say that I don't know what we should do, but I will follow whatever you all think is right. I'm with Stanley. We just have to decide together and not just because, you know, my supposed father has ideas. If it's the best idea, then fine, we do his idea, but I have a feeling it isn't. But I'll go, I, I would, I would, I would eschew any misgivings I have and follow uh, any one of you into battle if needed. I do not doubt my own strength. 
I believe we could destroy both the principal and the Weir Master in turn. There is no need to ally with the being who has beset us for so long. I respect your perspective, Vorel. Perhaps once it is done, you and I can resolve our differences in the manner befitting your people. It would be an honor. And I'm not saying we don't all kill him. Oh, well, that's not, yeah. Oh. fight the weir. And then we could come back and kill each other. That would probably, that possibly is preferable. Let's add then- another voice to this, nonetheless, then. We have a meeting, Kotobal Praith, and his words may lend another perspective to this incoming battle. Fine. Let's do it. (laughs) Everyone all together, in the same room. Like family we've become through time and space. We will argue. Now you've brought your armies to my door. And you have fought hard and fought well and vanquished all the defenses I could muster from the people of Earth. No doubt you need your rest. You all look tired. I have chambers for you to rest in, to bathe as you need. But allow me to recommend that we cease contact with the surface. No doubt the High Alpha meant the Lodar. And my old friend Monsoon Cabbage will not approve of our accord. Agreed? Why can't we... Why? Why can't we communicate with our friends on the outside? Unless you wish to convince them not to annihilate and ruin our accord. I don't think that the forces you led here in battle, the hundreds who've died in your name for the sheer goal of destroying me in this facility, will take kindly to your betrayal of their sacrifice. I would suggest we do not reach out for contact until we have solved the real problem here, which is the one of the weir. And as Pharrell said, if we return and still find ourselves at differences, we can resolve our problems then. I will promise you a battle, Pharrell, if you wish it. The welfare of the cosmos is my first priority. That's fine, but in return, I expect a ending of hostilities towards our people. No one else needs to die while we're on this errand. I can agree to these terms for Lyra on Earth. 
recapitulate the terms. There will be a ceasefire among our armies and among each other. We will proceed to the weir together after rest. We will not communicate with the outside world until our deed is done. We will meet with Katolpraith, either in battle or in discourse, as Varel suggests. But either way, the weir will die. Upon returning, we will resolve our conflicts as we see fit, and the accord will be over. Should the four of you perish, I will return here and continue what I've started, and Nash, you will join me. Well, what do we think? With all the wisdom I can muster, as a barbarian lizard folk, I wish to see if he's lying. answer that question. Sorry, I said do it, but I was muted when I said oh. it, so everyone was just like... <laughs> Everyone's Whoa. like, Bo's Everyone, really like... Do it. Yeah. Sorry, I just... Yeah. Do yeah. It, do it. Well, that was, I, well, I was meant to be more dramatic. Oh, well, sorry. I got an eight on insight. You can't tell... You, you can't tell if he's lying all that well. What you can... What you do sense from him even without the need for a role, is that this person has a complex understanding of how to speak about what is in that human way where they can speak the truth and yet still be obfuscating it. And so it does nothing to... You're not like, oh no, I totally believe him. My suspicions are allayed. Uh, you realize in this realm he is more of a formidable foe than you are currently with this sort of insight that you're not able to catch him. You know... You're an, you know it's occurring, but there's nothing about what he says that you wouldn't believe he would follow through on. But you, you know, you, know some, you still would suspect. You know, you are your character. You still suspect something's up, and that suspicion remains. Okay, well, that was a great little negotiation, you guys. Um, the principal uh, waves a hand, and a bridge forms and off to the left side and cavern uh, doors hidden in the wall sort of move aside and he, he points you down there and says please rest your weary bodies from the rigors of war beyond you will find bathing facilities and beds don't often get guests here, but when we do, we like to see that they are well taken care of. Use the facilities as you see fit. I will be here meditating. When you are ready to depart, I will give Hope the ring, and we will go. Any objections to this? The device. I say we put it in the beam of lava 
as collateral. Should you get up to any foolishness, we can press our button. Keep the device here. My dragon sons will care for it. If you're concerned about their ability to dismantle it, worry not. They cannot. But should you deposit this in the beam of light, well, then... You will undo many centuries of work towards this moment. And, uh, I cannot have that. We have our agreement. I have never met anyone so fearful of life's trials than you, Principal. <laughs> Perhaps when. Oh, shit. <laughs> Perhaps when you have lived your 1000th year, we can speak on the nature of fear. yet plumbed the depths of the cosmos for all its horrors. You should ask Hope about that. I hear her travel through the gray wastes and her audience with the Council of Clowns was something to witness, I suppose. You should tell that tale, Hope. You travel to those places and return to the prime material. Anyways, I bid you good day for now. Go, rest your weary bones, and leave the triangle sphere here. I will not engage in any duplicitousness that your desert wanderer suspicious minds can conjure. And if you do... I am committed to our course of action. What if you do? What if you fail at that and you, and you fudge while we're gone and break our trust? What, what, can, what can we expect to do in return? Our goals align, Nash. We both want the end of the weir upon our planet. Our solutions are different. Breaking the cycle, I am attempting to do it in your way this time, Nash. Should that fail, as I stated in the terms, we will return here and crumb the universe. But, but for now, I like the idea that Hope has proposed, and I have seen her ruthlessness. We will do it her way. If that's not enough, then we can begin fighting now, if you wish. Nash will look at his hit points and say, It's not a good time right now. <laughs> Spell slots are problem When you look at your hit points, what exactly are you looking at? You pull your pants <laughs> open and look down? Or is it see like- how much blood he's losing in general? <laughs> This is yeah. about 47 hit points worth of blood. Yeah, feeling very, very weak in a kind of almost 82 out of 130 kind of way. 82 out of 130. It's not great. Let's go get a sandwich. I, like, not against fine. the principal, it isn't. If we had to fight him right now, I I will die in that battle. 
No, you won't. You First of all, you can't die. Second of all, he doesn't want to kill you. Third of all... Okay, fair point, but if he... <laughs> if I die, I'll, the last point? I'll be useless. I'll be useless because even if I die, I'm just a floating heart. And he knows that, so he would he would try to end, end me to that degree so that I'd have to start over and I have no power. I'm just saying. It's not... It's not yeah. Plus, yeah, all my maybe, spell maybe, slots are jacked. Maybe uh, turning into a floating heart is a fate worse than death. It actually was really incentivized. You guys are like, what are, you, what are you complaining about? You're immortal. And he's like, you don't realize death is preferable to what I'm going through. Yeah, yeah. he's more afraid of turning into the floating heart than we are of dying. Our character's deaths are less scary than him not dying. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. So at this juncture, we can hit our mid-show break, uh, but I'm kind of gently pushing towards you getting your long rest if you wish to have one before heading to the weir um, yeah that's definitely you can decide to do or not and i figure we take the the break uh for that but is there anything else in this particular moment that anyone needs to resolve or do i know you guys are some of you are itching for a fight but it may not be taking place after all well you know it is what it is I mean, uh, Hope stabbed her dad in the head last week, you know. Yeah. Uh, Stanley lost several important people in his life to getting here uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> I got my he, wiener back. Uh, Varel had to, to <laughs> you know... Um, kill a god had, and add a cool title kill a god to his name. It, yeah. it was rough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you got, like, if you want to give in to your base desires and slay this creature, uh, you can do that. No, no, I would... I would leave him. I mean, this is the right deal. We have no idea how to reach the weir afterwards, or we I believe also that... haven't seen the principal in combat, real combat before. So if we fight the weir together, we have a chance to see his spells, That's even true. just a few of them. And we have no way to reach the weir. Perhaps I think the principal was the one keeping the weir from coming up anyway, so the weir would be upon us as soon as we beat him. Like, there's a lot that's preferable here. Uh, Varel's paladininess is pissed at the deal, but I, I think it's the right tactic call. And I would accept his hospitality, but as I turn to leave, I would say, as you meditate, think on your own curse of immortality. Those of us of meat and flesh enjoy the withering of old age, the peace that comes, a meal, a sleep, you have not known these things, and you are mad. <laughs> I have traveled a different path, Pharrell, and I will meditate upon your words. However, there is no returning for me. There is nothing left but purpose. The algorithm dictates that it be so. Life without purpose is one I would not live. Excellent words, Varel. All right, let's take it to the break. We can leave off on those, that fine dramatic uh, uh, statement, if All you right. will. Perfect. And we will be back in, uh, real soon. Yeah, we'll take uh, take ten, everybody. We'll see you in a bit. All right, All right we've come back. We've returned, and uh, Bo, uh, it's. Uh, I guess we're. I guess are we sleeping? Are we resting? What are we doing? You tell us. All right, are we started? Yeah, we're good. All right. 
so uh, the principal uh, points towards a bridge that forms over the right side chasm to the area where you may go rest. Uh, the party solemnly walks in that direction, uh, leaving the Trianglosphere in this area, although you still have the remote for it, so it's sitting in Odaluk's uh, resilient sphere floating in the main chamber. The side chamber contains beds. In the back area, there appears to be running water to a shower in an adjacent room. Uh, there's pipes hanging overhead. It's very bare bones, but looks like a place where you may rest clean and do what you need to do for the next eight hours. You can hear the gurgling of lava flowing in the chamber adjacent, in the main chamber. As you depart, the principal turns his back to you and walks back to his writing desk at the, at the head of the chamber in silence. As you enter into this area, silence descends upon the party. This is not culminated in the way, perhaps, that you imagined. You may do what you need to do in terms of conversation, in terms of character maintenance. Uh, otherwise, when you're ready, let me know when you uh, wish to engage in your long rest, if you wish to. I mean, Nash would be ready to hit the freaking sack, so he wouldn't have a whole lot to say. So am I right in picturing you go to one of the beds and flop face down on one? Yeah. I'd be pretty beat. Stanley will cast Press to Digitate upon him. Upon Nash? Yeah. Okay. Little, he little. skipped he skipped any bathing or showering, but he needs it. So. <laughs> a, little, a little like happens. Uh, <laughs> and a little pop sound as he get becomes cleaned. I'll say thanks, Stanley, and then I'll tr- try to drift off. Hope we'll take a shower and then pass out. Hmm. All right. As you uh, as you finish up your shower, what is, Stanley or and, and Varel, do you guys do anything? As well? Stanley would probably look at Varel and uh, he'd say, "I have no doubt that the principal can probably hear anything we discuss in these halls, but." Despite that, even with that in mind, I don't know how I feel about this deal. And any reservations you have, I think I share. We came here for one thing, and it feels like our entire journey has been nothing but attempting a thing, only to be offered another thing, so that we can go do that other thing. And then we lose whatever it was we were set out to do to begin with. And I feel like it's a lesson we're not learning particularly well. It just... For me as a person, this feels like the right course of action. For me as a leader of the elves out there, I feel like I'm doing wrong. Stanley. Every decision you've made has pushed you further from your true self. Whereas I have grown stronger, and my resolve 
and who I am. I am going to sleep large tonight and comfortable, so that if the principal can see inside my mind, he will know what it is like to be, as you might put it, human once more. He has lost every ounce of his humanity. His chroming is the destruction of the universe. What kind of world do you want to save? I mean, I have no doubt the principle needs to go. It's just a question of now or later. If you wish a world where no one dies and no one ages and there is no suffering, then we may as well chrome it all. But I want a world where one can feast, vomit, hump, fornicate, lay eggs, battle, become sick of battle, weary, tired, <laughs> lay down, do it again. <laughs> Where one can smell the roses, perhaps, but also those roses grow in dung. The world is a dirty place, and it is beautiful for it. I think you're right, but I also don't know what that means I should do. It means when the time comes, you must be yourself and find purpose in our limited time. That is what makes us different than the Ktobel Prapes and the principles here. They don't know the beauty of the minutes. You know, Varel, I think you might actually be the wisest one here. But don't tell anybody I said that. I agree, but it can be our secret. Stanley will go and he'll look at the water for a shower. He'll just go flop down in bed, dirty. But then after a minute, you hear the pop of prestidigitation being cast anyway. Okay, you're gonna do a prestidigitation shower? Yep. Alright, as you guys all begin, you know, tucking in, um, you hear the sound of uh, cart wheeling. And one of the sorcerers from the ritual actually pushes in. Uh, she has a hood over her most of her head, but you can kind of make out harsh hard wrinkles of an old woman underneath. Excuse me, heroes of the wastes. Mr. Nash. Yes. I've I've brought uh, I've brought repast and beverage for your rest. That's really nice. Bring it bring it here. Do you need anything you still, for your work? Nash, you still don't sleep upon your bed properly. <laughs> We've taught you better than that. Come. And so she, ha- she, uh, she rolls in. She has this trolley. And in it are four plates with just chicken on it. It's just a mound of chicken. 
and there uh, appears to be a jug of water and glasses as well as a bottle of uh, what looks to be very well-aged whiskey. I'll take it. Come, eat your fill for your battle tomorrow. And then the woman uh, comes to you uh, on your bed, Nash, and sits next to you and begins rubbing your back. Oh. That's nice. There's something familiar about, about this. Tell me, Nash. You have been gone so long. I have missed you. Forgive me, but how do I know you? I'm your Nana Truffle. Do you not remember me? I remember you, son. Well, this isn't the first time. There's a lot that I don't remember about this place. So my, oh, my, my apologies. Of all the broken pieces you have, your brain is the most broken. And we love you all the same. She continues giving you like a a motherly like comfort rub on your back. I will allow this to happen. <laughs> if something is bothering you, Nash, you know you can talk to your Nana Truffle. Well, n- nothing in particular other than we've got a big big day tomorrow. And have you been performing your spells practice? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm more, I more use them regularly now because I have to. You know, we're, we've been in many battles and done many things. Yes, but I know you and your lack of preparation, I'm sure, hasn't completely changed over the years. <laughs> Perhaps for old time's sake, let's do a little bit of a pop quiz. Nash will roll his eyes, but he'll say, sure. Okay. So you remember that spells have levels of severity dependent upon their power? Nana Truffle, what are sorcery points? (laughs) (laughs) What's a good question for Nash? (laughs) In the Dragon Sun's tribe, we have what's referred to as sorcery points. These sorcery points are like points of knowledge. And when you focus your mind upon them, they may conduct various things. Name two types of sorcery points expenditures and their powers. Um, I can uh, gain the ability to perform more magic, a.k.a. fill some uh, or open up some spell slots and also uh, use it to replenish my health in a pinch. <laughs> You can do what now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are correct in the one case where you're able to uh, 
repurpose your points for additional spell slots. Yes, as we refer to them here in our school of dragon sons. However, <laughs> I think you got the second part of the answer incorrect. <laughs> Sorcerer points are not used to get, regain health. Although, let me double check just to make sure, but I don't think that's true. Well, what is Nash thinking of? <laughs> I don't know. If it makes you feel better, Hit Scott, dice! Hit dice! <laughs> I just yells hit dice at an old woman. <laughs> now, Nash, you know that the hit dice paradigm has to do when you take a short rest. You may expend your hit dice, as we call them. To feel better, but it is not a sorcery point expenditure. You are correct. I, I, for I, my, 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 my I mind. No one's correct. Me. I'm your teacher. <laughs> okay. Now you know there is a spell that can make things embiggened or ensmallened. At what level of spell sorcery is such a is such a spell? Uh, at what Typically level can cast? Uh, t- oh, uh, I can cast it at level. Shit. Hold on. <laughs> she continues rubbing your back uh, lovingly. Take your time. Did I get rid son. of it? I didn't get rid of it, did I? No referring to your notes. <laughs> well. <laughs> You're going to get the worst answer ever then. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, level two. Mother, what's her name? Um, Nana Truffles. Nana Truffles. She's not mother at all. <laughs> you've got that one correct, Nash. I see you've been studying a little bit. That's good, son. <laughs> <laughs> to look at my cheat sheet, but yeah. And she leans over. She gives you a kiss on your cheek. So tell me, what what have you been up to since you departed us? Uh, too many adventures to to list. Your father has hinted that there may be someone special in your life. I I was married, and I have children. You've been, and we were not invited to your wedding, Nash. No one from here was. (laughs) I mean, I am married. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's true both ways. It's just one has an inclination toward negativity, but yes, there was a marriage event. Yeah, I was both. Yeah. I was both. I was both. Was married and am married. Uh, and you didn't get invited because I don't like the solar mines and I hate everything that I remember from here. Hmm. Some things don't change. She gives you a little kiss on your cheek and then rubs your back one last time and says. Do take care around your father. You know, his will is strong as his body itself. Good night. And enjoy your chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's and chicken and quiz night. All right. None of Truffle walks out of the room. I will think about that for a moment and then roll over and try to sleep. All right, anyone partaking of chicken or whiskey? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll partake of the chicken. 
This is kind of a, a lava cave, right? So the walls are... It's pretty hot in here. and rough. Yep. Yeah, they're bubbly and rough, and you can hear the choir of the head singing. Remember, in the other room, is a, the chamber is also covered on the walls with um, uh, heads that were cut from the corpses of the slaves that Nash sort of originally intended to save, uh, singing like a choir, soothingly, out in the hallway. All right, I eat and drink with great merriment as though showing off to someone who might be watching. Hmm. You're living good. That's the best revenge. Exactly. And if he poisons me, then he's the one who fails. Hmm. And how's the whiskey, Hope? Warm. It is indeed. It's very warm in there. <laughs> Food's warm, the whiskey's warm, the water's warm. Okay. And with that, uh, the party... Um, uh, eats and, and drinks in silent merriment, I suppose, and falls asleep. Stanley, you're the first to awake while the rest of the party slumbers. Requisite time has passed. Everyone can benefit from a long rest, peaceful sleep. In spite of the heat, the sleep was restful. After a long day of battling giants and vehicles, Space a, uh, Marines. Sad reminder for the party. Uh, you are now susceptible to being frightened and all of that, and you have to reset your hit points back to what they were. Do we get to do it again? We have a good breakfast? Uh, I think... Hold on. I could... Yeah, I could make it again. just uses such a high spell slot it makes me sad i wanted to use it last night really take advantage of it mm. but i can do it t- again today if we need to well did you how long does the conjured food last uh well the spell is good for 24 hours mm-hmm. um so you know Tactically speaking, the best bet is to make it at night before, right before you go to bed, have it be a dinner, and then yep. you have until the evening of the next day. And when you sleep, you get the spell slot back. That's I'm, how pros do it, but it's I'm just not wondering, how I did it. I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, we don't have. I don't have to. We don't have to be that technical about it. I'm just wondering if the food is microwavable or not. Basically. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What's it called? Uh, I think the. I don't think the food. Contains the magic. I think it's the the eating of the feast. That's called the hero's feast. feast. The feast takes one hour to consume and disappears at the end of that time. So oh yeah, you so you just yeah. have empty Tupperware. Yeah, you can't microwave yeah. it in the morning. Okay, that's that's what I was wondering. Was the duration of the food was in existence for? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I just used too many spells last you night. You can't keep so like I a chicken. <laughs> you can't keep a conjured chicken wing in your robes and eat it. <laughs> no. I'm not afraid of anything. I got a chicken wing in my pocket. All right. All right. Okay. So, yeah, make some breakfast, though, if you wish, for a hero's feast this morning. Will you do this? Um. Yeah, I think that I think that has a lot of advantages to it. So, yeah, I'll prep the hero's feast for everybody. All right. So, real breakfast is being served. Ten minutes to cast. 
and remind me the the effect. Well, I just took it all off, so I gotta I gotta find it again. Okay. Uh, okay so you become immune to poison, mm-hmm. immune to being frightened. All wisdom saving throws are with advantage, and your maximum HP increases by two d ten, and you regain that number of hit points. So whatever you roll two d ten to add, you also get back. So everybody can roll a two d ten and add that to their max HP. And you had the components oh, for it. There's a thousand. There's a thousand gold piece gem encrusted bowl. Yeah, I think I had two bowls. So I think this is the end of the bowls. They're gone. This is the last one. Plus 11. 16, not bad. What kind of food is in the breakfast? Um, does it say before I... Yeah, magnificent. It's a feast, including magnificent food and drink. So it could be like super eggs benedict with uh, ostrich, slice ostrich. I feel like it is just a. It's showing the limitations of the wasteland. It is literally everything the heroes of the waste have had outside of the normal, like, sand squid pasta ink pasta or whatever we used to eat back in the day so anything we ate in sigil any the chicken from last night pops up in there like anything stanley's never had before that was good and he's like oh my gosh real food manifests in this any sand burgers probably well i don't know how much of a delicacy are sand burgers are they good they're made on planet nash remember there's a triton and the tongue that's right did we ever eat one though I don't think so. I can't remember I some stuff. Did. I just imagined in yeah. my head. So I imagined there was there wasn't there a discussion about the management, like who would manage Varel's sand, sandburgers. Yeah, food? Varel went in and he was like a food critic. He tried it. Uh, but I don't think I don't think Stanley did. I think he found yeah. out there was actually sand in them. And I really like, should no, write I'm more good. of this stuff down as we come come to it later. I'm like I don't remember what happened. <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of good food. Maybe there's yeah. a sandburger in there. Varel seemed to like it, so maybe that does manifest for him. Great. And uh, coffee with sand, uh, sand squid milk, for sure. Starbucks says, for all seems to prefer. Gross. <laughs> all right, so the feast has been conjured. The party, I assume everyone partakes and gets the buff from the food. And um, yeah, what's next? Um. Uh... Yeah, Stanley would just lay it out, wait for everybody else to wake up. Takes ten minutes, so we'd be cooking for a little bit. Magically cooking. So everyone's woken up by the smell of the magic cooking, essentially. Mm. I will stretch big and make my way to Stanley's breakfast. Hope we'll get up and join as well. Same. Nash, what's your wake up situation? Oh, you're just gonna wake up? Yeah, I'll wake up. I'll hear I'll hear the bustle and get up. Good morning or whatever it may be, who knows underground, but uh breakfast nonetheless for everyone. Ah yes. Food <laughs> One of the great joys of living with organs that function. 
I will holler across the halls. Hope's a little confused, but she'll nod in agreement. Food's pretty good. You will break. You will know what it is like to be mortal again, and he will give up his folly plan. And then perish, or be banished, either way. As you guys are eating breakfast, the ground rumbles and shakes a little bit. Some rock is loosened from the ceiling and falls to the ground. A little piece of rock falls into your uh, stands of good coffee there, Pharrell. Uh, ah, yes. Reminder of our inseminated planet. If we uh, conquer the weird, does this thing get conquered on its own, or is this still going to be something we have to deal with? I don't understand its origin. Merely it is a great beast that will require felling, I am sure. So let's all live today, shall we? And I'll hold up my coffee. To living. To living, I would toast. To living. To living. Average lifespans that are healthy and happy. You get no satisfying response back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I would finish my food and... Give the shield a flare and make sure we're all good to go. Do do a couple stretches and I'm I'm ready to head out to the main hall. All right, shield works just fine. Uh, yeah, if everyone's ready to proceed and continue on to the main hall, uh, the party exits, uh, gets back up, goes back out to the main room. The four dragon sons that you had seen performing ritual have now stopped, and the beam of laser is no longer a beam, but more of a gurgling pool of lava. Um, the the mages are cloistered uh, against um, either rock wall or pillar, patiently sort of standing sentry in the room. And uh, the principal is sitting in meditation at his writing desk. And as you leave that area and approach back, he, he looks up to you and says, I trust everyone had a good rest. Are we fit for a new day of adventure? We are. As ready as we're going to be, yes. Good. The flesh requires its reconstitution, while the chrome does not, Pharrell. Lovely. I am ready. He beckons forward. Hope will walk forward. And so you walk up and approach his, his large writing desk, and it's big to take his big frame, uh, to, to house his big frame and look normal. And he reaches over and he hands the ring to you. It, it lifts it from the palm of his hand into the palm of his hand, and he reaches out and gives it to you. Take the hollow ring, and when you're ready, open the gate to the weir, and off 
final battle will begin. All right. Hope will put the ring on and she'll take a deep breath and she'll envision that room where they met with Katobal Kraith. Mm. Okay. Made that deal so, so long ago. All right. She put on the ring and it tunes to you immediately. And then a large circular, uh, large sphere sort of appears. Whoa, 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 whoa. And on the other side of the sphere, everyone can see Katobalprey's castle courtyard. Wow. Principal's with us. Oh, you the time for us to journey has begun. He gets up for the principal gets up from his writing desk, walks towards the gate, motions for everyone to step in. If you are ready, and we will let this begin now. I'll follow him in. Wait, did he step through the gate on his own? I'm not, I can't hear you, Bo. You're muted. Wait, uh, why am I, I muted? Oh, now you're there, good. You're back. Yeah, no, you're uh, sorry. Uh, no, he's standing in front of the gate motioning for you to oh, okay. go through. He hasn't passed through himself yet. Oh, okay. okay, I just thought he stepped through all by his lonesome, and I was like, well, hold on. Maybe we need to have a discussion about what's happening right now. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's, he gets up from his, uh, from his chair, and he stands, and he motions in to the gate for you to step through. If anything, Hope should probably be the last to step through. Uh, yeah, I think it the, closes when she goes through, right? I'll have a look at what the rules are about that, but essentially you can orient the portal. Um, it doesn't really say dura- oh, duration's what it lasts a minute, so um, she doesn't have to be the last. It's just it's a one minute duration concentration. She could close it at any time. Hope goes through. All right, hope goes through. You step into the courtyard, and you see the black gray sky above, and you see gray castle wall all around. Courtyard is empty, but for strange lilies and grass all throughout in a passageway from the front gate to the main manor of the castle itself. The principal, seeing everyone's delaying, also himself walks through after you. He takes a look around and he says, Finally, in the realm of our oppressors, I... Stanley will follow through. As he does, I'm going to start activating the mask of Elton 4 to uh, gain foresight. Okay. At the cost of 10 maximum HP. Gotcha. So the Hero's Feast kind of counteracts your your cost of that spell. It does. I'm still up 6. A real win. All right, uh, so uh, Stanley steps through as well. Varel and Nash are the only two lingering behind. Yep, I uh, enter. Yeah, I'd enter. Uh, before you enter, Nash, you feel a tug on your shoulder. Oh, is it old Lady McGee? 
Yeah, he turned around and on the truffles there, and she says, "My son, I wrapped some chicken for you in case you need it later." <laughs> and there's a tin foil of, of chicken, like a hot chick, steamy chicken for you in a tin foil. That's awesome. I'll take that. Uh, thank right. you, uh, uh, Nana. What's her What's her name again? Truffle. Truffle. Jeez. You just call her Nana. Uh, thank you. This is very nice. I will eat this chicken with pride. I'll take it from mm-hmm. her. Good luck. And uh, so then you step through the gate. Uh, hope everyone is through the gate and you're now in the courtyard. All right. She closes the portal. Close the portal. The ring loses its charge. You won't be able to use it again until you do something evil that it recognizes. Uh, so, yes, you are now in the weir. The air is different here. It is no longer hot. Cool, refreshing breeze hits everyone's skin. S- has a character of coldness so distinct that if you ha- can make goosebumps with your skin, you have them. So the principal and Varel may not. Um, Ash might not either. I don't know what his goosebump situation is. Your flesh is so weird. I'm pretty banged but, up, um, but I'd, I'd probably feel that. Yeah, but there's a cool, cool air, and above, the clouds sort of swirl in a circular motion. It's not like clouds on the planet where you see them move one direction. There's a circular uh, cloud, and everything's sort of black on black, but then there's like a light blue outline as if something blue was shining behind the cloud and giving it a silhouette as they move through the sky. The castle walls are impossibly tall. They seem to go up for ages. It's all quiet in the courtyard. Basically, it's covered completely in grass and in lilies, except for in one direction. There's the front gate, a large, large iron and wood gate. And in the other direction is a stairwell leading into an opening inside the castle. I just realized I should turn off the lava. Wind. Got a lot of lava going still. Sorry. Yeah, we need we need scary wind now. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> scary wind. I think. So, so this is the realm of our planet's oppressors. I have to admit, I'm somewhat underwhelmed. I don't know. So, Maybe I just prefer cooler weather, but I like this a lot more than what you had going. It's a bit more temperate. Yes, the flesh melts. The chrome does not. He, he looks at Varel. that looking towards you, Varel? <laughs> <laughs> the full body turn because he doesn't have a neck. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Keaton at everywhere he goes. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Oh my gosh. This is a spot on impression. So we're in the throne room, right? Any sign of our weir masters? We're in the courtyard. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. You're in the courtyard. So, no, there's no sign of any activity, just. Castle walls, the cat, the keep itself proper, the front gate, wind, grass, and lilies, and a path leading one direction or the other. But apart from that, it's there's there's no activity here, living or otherwise. 
We go into the castle. You are also silent. Which direction should we head in? Do we know where to go? Like, do, do any of us at the table know? Yeah, we've been here before, right? Yeah, like, but do we know what the... his castle. Yeah, inside the keep is where his throne room would be, and and um, the front gate is uh, the way out and back into the, the proper weir village. All right, well, room. follow us. The flesh knows where it's going. The chrome has never been here before. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> All right, so you're leading the way into the keep. Which way you're going? Yeah. All right. So Stanley or Valir begins making his way towards the keep proper itself, and the party slowly follows. And the chrome man, known as the principal, aka Vladimotrix, follows last behind. The steps are large, and on either side there are gargoyle statues and various states of looking uh, evil and wicked but unmoving uh, you begin to ascend the steps and you hear the sound of tuk, 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 and then more as you step upon its stone uh, step step upon its stone uh, you make your way to the mouth of the gate which is not sealed off by any doors and inside you see a large carpet rolled out to the back of a hallway keep and you see a throne that throne is empty, not presently occupied. There are pews on either side leading up to the throne, and they too are empty. But green torches are lit, casting a blue-green hue over the room. And as you peer in, you think you hear a little... <laughs> just very faintly. It's a little laughter. They got one of those Halloween witch decorations up. <laughs> 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 Freaking hated those as a kid. Do you proceed further or do you turn around? Yeah, we're not afraid of anything. <laughs> yeah, we're, I guess we're going. There Nash we go. went from back of the road to like, we're not afraid of anything. March. Um, that feast really go. worked on me. I'm not even, I know I'm not officially feared, but I'm not afraid of nothing. <laughs> That's true. Technically, we can't be frightened. So yeah, this is having yeah. no impact. That's uh, right. Yeah, we'll march wow. right Just in. Eat a meal. Anyone else feeling. <laughs> Fearless? <laughs> Fearless. <laughs> Just emboldened. Somebody jumps out at you. That didn't do anything. This yeah. is great. Carb loaded and ready to rock. All right. So Nash uh, bravely steps forward. And as you walk between in the center uh, row between the pews facing the castle throne, um, you hear again hear the laughter. <laughs> Got a smoker. Do you keep walking, or does the, does the laugh no, affect your approach? No, not afraid right? of anything. Yeah, I'm the walk laugh. Up. Until impeded, I'm going to walk up, and uh, should I make it all the way there, I'm going to sit in his fancy chair. All right, well, you be- begin to make your way to the, towards the front of the pews, and the shadows that the lights cast upon the wall begin to dance as if they have a mind of their own, and the shadows coalesce behind the throne as if the shadows were grabbing either side of the throne and a shadowy head of eyes looks beyond the throne and again you hear (laughs) I can't believe my eyes oh no (laughs) 
and the familiar form of the oozing oiled head of Quizquaz, the dream drinker, <laughs> emerges from behind the the throne and he goes, Hello, adventurers! It has been a long time since we have last seen each other. Fare you well? <laughs> Fare you well! We thought you were dead. Oh, it takes much more than a little bureaucratic inconvenience to put me down. I have served my master very well. But I have to say I'm in shock. You have angered him. And you have the nerve to show up here in his courtyard. Look, Quizquaz, we're not here to talk with underlings. Where is your master? We would see him. My master is quite busy, but I will be sure to tell him you dropped by. He will be most pleased with my report. If you would do me the kindness of accompanying him to where he is currently. Perhaps I can arrange everything. You're going to take us to him? Yes, my master is busy within the weir courts, litigating his concerns. He will no like... You will no doubt wish to meet with contract breakers. You will go without a fuss, yes? You are in our realm now. Well, if he would like to meet with us, why doesn't he make the time to come see us? And Stanley will <laughs> What is this meaning of contract breaking? Explain, demon. The heroes of the wastes. And I'm sorry your friend interrupted you, Stanley, but you broke your rules. You signed contracts of great power with Ketoba Praith, and you did not fulfill his end of the bargain the do you remember what that was correctly if something more powerful can destroy a contract I do believe that renders it void not Otherwise. in the weir not in the weir my master sent you to do one thing for your power do you recall what it was <laughs> Yeah, uh, to destroy you, Principal. Pharrell didn't sign it, by the way. An expression passes over. Oh, so I am betrayed. 
No. You have brought me here to fulfill your demon's wishes, have you? No, we He hadn't. didn't call us contract breakers because we were doing what he wanted, dummy. <laughs> oh, but they will break their contract! Katoba Praith has mercy! If you kill the principal now, I am sure we can find a way to make amends, contract breakers. Things have changed. In business, it's good to be proactive. Loyalties are always shifting. Yes, but you agreed to slay this man, and you have brought him here. Slay him now, and I will speak with great favor to my master for you. Why don't instead we do this? You go get your master. We will wait here. No. You okay. do not dictate terms to Katobalbrace. Millions. You will come to the Weir Court, and you will... <laughs> you will speak to my master at the Weir Court. If you will not fulfill your contract now, then you will come with me. And as he says this, um, hooded figures begin rising out of the ground as the phantasms uh, moving through that material. Ooh, they look like skeletal, uh, skeletal guards that have glowing blue skeletons underneath like old decrepit things. And they go... And some of them have like glowing um, uh, stockade cuffs, right? Like just large iron clamps. And some of them have spears. You will surrender yourselves voluntarily to my forces, or you will all perish. Where's well, Quaz? I would appreciate being removed from this conversation you're having with the contract breakers, as you will recall in your privy-filled form. I am not a part of that deal, nor did I gain such power or abuse said power. This is true, Pharrell, and you are welcome to traverse the weir as a free being. Please engage in our finest of hospitalities and tourist attractions. In fact, we will provide lodging free of charge at the Chateau Weir for you. You, Pharrell, are special. You are our valued guest, and I humbly apologize for my treatment towards you. Please, you may leave. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that came out the way you wanted it to come out. (laughs) You know what I think, Quizquaz? Just Mm. a subtle observation here. If you had the means with which to fell us, and Stanley will approach the throne as he says this, then why would you be insistent that we be the ones to slay this guy? Why not just do it yourselves? You wouldn't have to worry about it. You know what I think? I think you're worried about your own neck and your own life. So I'll tell you what. You go to your boss, you tell him that everybody he wants to talk to is right here, 
and we'll just make ourselves at home, and Stanley will flop back into the throne, turning his back on Quizquad. <gasps> we'll you, Gareth! No, that is not permitted! Remove yourself from this chair immediately! You've made him lose his mind by plopping into his lord's chair. Stanley sits in the chair, Captain Kirk style, off on one side. Really this is a desecration of decorum amongst the wheelmarks. He's freaking out right now, and he's yeah, lost he all capacity for rational thought. As he's like, like he's threatening to like kill you, but he's holding himself back because he can't, because something's holding him back. You don't know what. Finally, he tires after some time of doing this. <laughs> Control the breath, shall you, of your desecration? I hope so. That's, in fact, what I'm asking you to do. But either one way or another, you will go to the weir courts and answer for your indiscretions. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate this guy. He's growing on me. <laughs> so I heard that! <laughs> <laughs> This place should be raised to the ground immediately. Well, that would defeat the purpose of the discussion that we're hoping to have at the beginning. See, I find that typically in negotiations I'm a little more affable if people haven't burned my home to the ground right before we begin having a dialogue. This is no home, Valir. This is cancer itself made into a world. It needs a cure. But uh, Quizquaz, uh, hearing that, begins to slink back into shadow. And the, the skeletal guard remains there. Some time goes by. And then you hear footsteps echoing throughout the throne room. Tell me you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And off the side room, as the footsteps approach closer, a robed goat man steps through the door. Robed goat man. Ah, yes. I must admit it's some great surprise to see the heroes of the wastes grace my hall once again. Quizquaz has informed me of your arrival. Speak and tell me your business here. And you, remove yourself from my chair. Very slowly, very deliberately, Stanley kind of straightens up, shifts a little kind of dusts off the hand rest and stands up and goes to stand back by his friend. All right, as you do that, he ascends the chair and sits in his throne. And he looks down upon all of you. 
You are here for negotiation. Did you put a baby in our planet? (laughs) Stanley not told you. Our world breaker has, yes, been seeded into the fertile soil of your Earth. It will turn the material of your planet into a gateway through which we will finally return home. And you are confused by our arrival here. Yes. How did you find a way back to us? We have not been able to access you. How have you accessed us? Something about the chrome being stronger. (laughs) I do not understand. I have given you great power. And I had but one simple task of you. And you have brought the target of my contract here, Principal. Yes, I sent them to kill you. But that you're here means that they have failed. And so what is this purpose? I will not do your work for you. If you wish to re-ingratiate yourselves in honor of my contract, you may terminate him now. Otherwise, I have no further business to discuss with any of you. In fact, as rule breakers, you are under arrest for crimes against the weir. Gotta say, that's a bit of a surprise. I wouldn't have expected demons, of all people, to find strong litigation standards. But uh, regardless, here we are. I mean, I would think it was your contract, Katobal Praith. If we are, in fact, breakers, shouldn't there be a harsh penalty enacting itself right now? I think you'll find that we got out of your little contract by fair means. Otherwise, you could hold us to it. You think you are so clever. If you were so clever, you would never have returned here. I have you now. The Weir Court will decide your fate as is appropriate for our kind. Your soul will belong to me by the day's end. Uh, question. Now that the seed's in the planet, can you take it out? I can do many things. But I will not do that. We will but not could spe- you? What is your purpose in this question? Just to see how powerful you really are. Have you not seen my power enacted before? Do you need an example? That didn't answer my question. Yeah, I don't think he could take it out. He seems to be dodging around it. Okay, so you're trying to goad him into, like, like this is a needle, right? I guess I, wa- I wasn't the. You guys, are, you guys, are, you guys are both needling. Like I just want to see how yeah. powerful. You are. Oh, I guess you're not that powerful because you guys all talk. Couldn't even take it. So let's do. Uh, let's do. Let's... Farthing, no, no, no. Hope is trying to get the answer. 
so that maybe if they beat him up enough, they can threaten him and he'd take it So out. let's use a role to resolve this. That's why I was just trying to establish what the overall goal of the line of questioning was, because I think we should do... Uh, and Stanley's been joining in, so let's get a with advantage roll on... Uh, on uh, intimidation, on we... on de- make it a deception roll since this is you're trying to get him to reveal something that he wouldn't normally re- uh, reveal. Well, one of you can roll with advantage, or you can do separate no advantage rolls. Are they wisdom I'll do, rolls? I'll do a separate roll because I get advantage anyway. <laughs> Pharrell will hold Nash back from joining this. Fifteen. <laughs> I want to do a wisdom roll. I never oh, get. R- r- Pharrell puts his mouth. Are you, so you're gonna try and clap his mouth shut, basically, or hold him back? <laughs> I mean, because I know about what we ate and where our wisdom advantage thing comes in, right. and, and he would and be Pharrell, Kyle, the player, doesn't want you to participate. He just said as much. <laughs> so you're gonna, have, so you might get to participate, but you got to contest with him first before you can do so. All right, I'll. So no, how, I'd Kyle, what are you? Back. Are you physically holding him, or are you mentally distracting him by talking about a conversation that will distract him? With, I figured kind of he was little... about to like step forward and join this with uh, Hope and Stanley. Having the conversation, I just kind of put a hand on his shoulder and give a little... Okay, just more of a friendly thing. All right, so there's a warning hand on your shoulder, so you have the option to stop and listen to the counsel of your friend Varel, or you can proceed and participate and screw him. No, I would... I would... I would... It would matter to me that Varel... You don't like people telling you what to do. I don't, but I trust Varel, specifically. If Stanley did this, I'd fight him on it. I don't know. I think it's a little mean. I think you should speak your mind. You've come all this way. No, I'm fine. I'm good. All right, all right. I'm it's not I, mean, but you know, I'm just I'm just trying to goad you into participating. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm getting needled that direction. Yeah, my help. deception roll was a thirty-two. Jeez, I'm sorry. Did dice go that high? Just kidding. I have a plus fifteen modifier to deception. Hope, Hope's participating, so you know what's your roll, Hope? The highest Hope got fifteen. That was her first roll. So cutting yeah. the advantage out, she got All fifteen. Right. Toba prays from his throne, uh, listens to the to this, this goading and falls victim to it as he says I can take it out if I wished Ew. I can do many things gross that's all hope needed to know so she'll kinda but only if this one this principle this self prophesized messiah only if he would stop with his interference of our connection to our home Principle, is that true? Are you interfering with their connection to their home? Most certainly I am. They are a cancer upon our planet, and I will not rest until they are eradicated. I will point out that they refer to our planet as their home. I know why they do that. Do you know why they do that? Well, I would venture a guess because they believe they own some part of it. Oh, no, 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 no. Before the scorching of the wastes, our planet was a technological utopia. And we, um, brought the tieflings here and used them as labor and pets. And we knew of the weir because they appeared the moments following the loss of a great ship into the unknown. 
there are great structures within creation, holes into the far realm, but the knowledge of humans of Earth did not extend that far. We explored the black holes of the cosmos only to realize too late that they were a gateway to the realms beyond. See here are corrupted men living in the membrane between the prime material and the far realm. They seek home, but they only wish to consume it. They are sick. They must be eradicated. There is no hope or recourse for them. Their contracts and law structures the remnant of the time they used to know echoes of their humanity. But it is a joke. It is a perversion. To tell the right this ends today. The heroes will not hear your dealings. We are here to kill you. That is all I have to say. What I'm hearing is that you feel very strongly about your cause. And I will circle back on the irony of they have lost their humanity, Metal Man. Don't think that that hasn't escaped me. However, I still think that right now we are standing in the middle of two extremes. This one wants to destroy the entire planet with a weird seed that it put in it. Strange. Probably not good. You are ready to chrome the entire universe to prevent them from doing that. Before one of you, well, realistically, both of you get destroyed, is there not a middle ground we can find on this? Young Stanley, says Catalpa Praith, <clears throat> you know that I am the sole broker, and that I am always amenable to a trade. However, you and your companions have proven to be dishonorable in the conduct of business. We will conduct no further business with you until you repair the damage of your organization with ours, and conduct the killing of the principal as stipulated in blood upon our parchments. You do this, and we will negotiate for the future of our realms together. Specifically, Earth and our return home. And the principal also chimes in and says, They are a disease without cure. But today we bring the cure. There is no negotiation. We raise this realm into oblivion. Remember our agreement, Valir. If we fail here today, I will return to Earth with Nash, and the crawling will continue. Uh, 
I mean, yes, I remember the deal, but as established, we're not very good at keeping to them. So, you know, let's all just, <laughs> let's call it what it is. We're going to do whatever we want, ultimately, at the end of things, one way or another. Uh, here's the reality I see it, and let me just include my companions in this and see if we all are all in agreement here. This is fair. Um, both of you are crazy. Both of you are going to die. It's simply really a question of which order is it going to happen? Do we kill the principal now and make friendlies with the demons? That doesn't seem very good. They seem like they can't be trusted. These deals don't go bad, and you have to go through a whole campaign of things just to get out of them. And likewise, fighting the demons with the principal's help sounds pretty good, but let's be honest, when it's done, your days are numbered because you have become just a simply different version of them, like you're them but metal. And it's strange and also equally bad. So all we're trying to decide here, really what this whole conversation is ultimately about, is do we kill you first or do we kill you first? And who's going to help us do it when we, when we decide? So I think maybe we reframe it. Pitch to us which one of you wants to die first. Wait, second. Better. <laughs> All right, make a persuasion roll, please. <laughs> this is amazing. This is a very hard uh, DC. Uh, highest was a 23. Mm. Both of the figures from other faction appear unmoving as they stare at one another down. Uh, the, prin the principal does not speak at all. His mind is set. Your speech has done nothing to influence him. Katobal Praith, uh, in response to you, says, Your arrogance will be your undoing. You think you can destroy a lich and raise an entire kingdom of demons on your own? Are you both liches? You know, he's referring to for the principal as a lich. Oh, okay, I thought he was a lich. He's talking about himself. Make your choice, heroes of the way. Or no, it's not going to be him. Quizquaz then sort of appears right in the shadow and he says, Oh, what an interesting predicament, our heroes, mortals in in constitution, struggle with their inner ethics. They wish to just simply kill everyone, but who will they kill first? Will they kill their mortal but metal friend? Or will they face their deaths at the hands of the weird demons. Who knows? Can't believe it. It's been in front of me this whole time. And I couldn't see it. Maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace until I spoke to Varel in just this moment, but here in the weird before my two greatest enemies, I finally realized the truth. Nash, why didn't I say it sooner? You're a son of a lich. <laughs> the comment was there all along, unsaid, uh -huh. unnoted. Yeah. And finally, at long last, it can be said. A dirty, dirty son of a lich. I'm sorry. I feel my brain caught on to that when you said it, and I didn't hear any of the rest. 
Gang, are we in agreement here? We came here to fight Katobal Praith. Is it time to let this lemon tree blossom in the realm of the weir, or are we going to talk about it more? Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as we could, you know, possibly force him to take the egg out of the planet, too. That'd be great. I'm ready for what we came here for. I am Varel, Rasphim Curic, the Contract Less, and Defender of Earth. If you wish to have dealings with me, then, I wish only to protect those that live peaceful and true lives, free of the constructs you have both become, lost to your own machinations. You may deal with me, or... My friends will begin their justice. However, my terms are rather simple. You both, I'm sure, can find lovely homes somewhere else and leave my planet alone. An ancestral homeland, a place for building an army. Both of you Find another time, another place. Simply leave and live. Valir, everyone's had their 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 speech. Do you want to bring it home? Honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself. That was Varel Rasveen Curic, a lizard folk looked down upon by most of you who has stood as a beacon to this party, uncorrupted, unwilling to trade power just for convenience. He's a testament to what our people can be when we ignore assholes like you. He may not be the flesh that you seem to fear, but he's close enough. And as he wisely said one time to someone lost, life is messy. You need to embrace it. It's not about turning everything chrome, and it's certainly not about wreaking havoc on what exists that you've lost. This is your chance to step away and make your new homes. But the line is drawn. And if you step up to us, we will end you. It's lemon tree time. <laughs> oh. We're going Lemon Tree, right? Am I not? Am I misreading it? Like this is these are their speeches before Lemon Tree. I I guess that's fair. We should. Yeah. That's just to make it clear. And Lemon Tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the words Lemon Tree, Katobalpraith stands up, inhuman. His body snaps. Uh, Sam Raimi shot styles. We see his leg go straight, 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 straight. His head goes spins around, and then immediately there's zoom in on your feet, and the bricks sort of start to fall away. 
as the castle deteriorates into a tornado of parts and Katobo Prey suddenly emerges and he becomes as tall as 50,000 skyscrapers stacked together as he goes you have made a great mistake and all the skeletons and all the other creatures go flying around you guys in a giant tornado and you stare before him and he brings up his hands and lightning begins shocking all of you as you're now in a tornado of piss in the weir and I think we leave it there until next week boy Uh, whatever is about to happen happens wow that's intense nice uh, we're leaving it there you're in a tornado of piss being zapped lightning by a 15 skyscraper tall goat god I hope that um, the principal brought some freaking power with him that's what I hope I hope he's not a puss. <laughs> yeah. If he turns out to be just a big puss after all this, then we're screwed. Oh, shit. I left him at home. I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I forget what level of spell the uh, lightning resistance uh, spell is. Sorry, Nash. I know I look intimidating, but we're kind of the same guy. After the party's all dead, he's like, oh, I forgot. I'm resistant to lightning and yeah. fear effects. My bad, guys. Yeah, sorry, everyone. What have I done? No, no, he's out there, too. He, everyone, the whole he's, he's stuck in the mess with you guys, too. Well. For, and next week, there will be God fights. Good Lord. Uh, that's next week, everybody. So come back for that. In the meantime, if you'd like to support your favorite D&D show, you can do that over at therewillbedungeons.com. You can also use that place to send us messages for our once a month bonus episodes where we answer your questions about the campaign and more. Uh, But be here next week. You're not going to want to miss this. That's going to do it for me, for Kyle, for Kristen, for Bo and for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.